you t- you messaged me voice message Josh in the bathroom in the bathroom <laughs> yes hello and welcome to episode 3 of the propane maniacs emphasis on the number 3 because we have our third host joining us uh, but before i before i introduce him i i got to introduce me i'm Perry Burkham and then secondly i got to introduce the j man Josh Robinson JR 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 <laughs> You are JR by the way. I mean not only are you Josh Robinson, you're Josh Ross Ro- you are JR. I mean you could definitely be Have you been called JR your whole life? Like have you ever think I've actually that? never had anybody but you guys call me that. Interesting. All right. I love when Bobby calls Hank JR. Uh <laughs> and no offense but he's from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. We have Hayden Dennis joining us. Hello, everybody. Um, yes, Hayden joins us from the state of Oklahoma. Uh, also with our, our our buddy Travis, which is I think is local to to Hayden, right? He is. Yeah, yeah. he's about so we'll, forty minutes from me. There you go. Well, we'll have him on again sometime. Not being on the propane maniacs was Travis's thing. Yeah, Travis is a diabetic. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the cake was for ceremony or whatever. But yeah, so uh, we're going through all the episodes of King of the Hill. First season, we're on episode three. Which what's the title, Josh? The Order of the Straight Arrow. Yeah, pretty pretty. Uh, you know, I I think that's a pretty, you know, an unpunny name because isn't that what the the Boy Scouts thing is called? It's called Order of the Straight Arrow, right? Uh, no. Well, in real scouting, it's the Order of the Arrow. No, but or in like, the in the but in the show, it's they're called Order of the Straight Arrow, right? Yeah. Although yeah. in that later season episode, they changed the name. But yeah, that's that is correct. So. So is this is the title itself a pun off of something? Do you know? I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. Yeah, I think it's just a pretty straightforward. If you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was good. Pun that was good. The title. Nicely done. So uh, yeah, this is where. Um, yeah, this is a great. I mean, I think this introduced. Well, no, it didn't introduce cotton. I think that was in the first. Or did it? Does this introduce cotton? Uh, in the yeah, flashback, because I think you're because, right. I think it's the first time you see him, but he's mm-hmm. it's it's in the flashback. Yeah, it's not present day. No, yeah, yeah. That's with uh, whoever Dale's dad is, and Bill's dad, and Boomhauer's father, and yeah. I'm assuming that's their fathers. They look exactly like them. Yeah, so. that is certainly not Bug Gribble, or that uh, is not Bug, but it could have been a young Bug or right. Bill's abusive dad. <laughs> You know, right? Or or Doctor Boomhauer. <laughs> I'm Dr. sorry, Doctor Boomhauer. Could have been Garth's dad. I love yeah, Garth. Yeah, Gar- Garth. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I I I love that Boomhauer comes from. His parents are doctors. Dad's a doctor, and they won the lottery. Right. <laughs> they live in they they gonna live in in Florida, man. They do doing all right. Sorry to hear that. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Order of the Straight Arrow. Uh, yeah, it shows it's 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 a classic. I mean, it's it's Hank reliving his childhood and reminiscing about his childhood and all and obviously 
wanting to recreate that with Bobby. And so showing, you know, Cotton yelling at him and doing the snipe hunt and Eustace, you lost the, the what is it? The uh, silent stick. Silent but, stick. But what? But but he says uh, the oath, the oath of silent. What is it? He says that he loses. You you you. Uh, anyway, when he makes when he makes uh, Eustace. Uh, you just like the oath of like silence Randy's or something. Bad? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So But this is a great I mean, honestly, this is a top tier episode for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I think there's so many incredible scenes and lines. It's it's written like a classic King of the Hill episode where very similar to the to the pilot where I think that the, there's a lot of story and a lot of new scenes and scenery that happens. And then I think you even get is this Peggy's side story about going on the getting her shoes? This is this is the very first, I guess, reference to her uh, size sixteen feet. So there you 16 go. and sixteen and a half. Thank you very much. It's <laughs> <laughs> Lubbock's very big shoes. Hank, Hank, did you hear that? Your butt cheek is, is one <laughs> one size is bigger than the other one. Oh, we're made for each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like when uh when she joins the uh when her and Luann join the the roller derby. Yes. And I mean I, I don't, that episode's not very good, but I like when she asked Lane Prattley, Do you got any size sixteen? Lots of them. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of sixteen foot uh size feet peop uh women in the roller derby. But um, yeah. So it starts it really that. So really that's pretty epic, you know, and really funny scenes. And um, yeah. I mean, what do you guys think? One of my favorite quotes is in this is in this uh, show. It's very beginning when they're uh, talking about this reminiscing, and Hank talks about he wants to be a propane salesman if his grades are good enough. Yeah. And then <laughs> it comes. It comes. Good enough. <laughs> and then it comes back to present day, and you see Bill just. I'm so depressed. I can't even blink. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's. I just absolutely always get to laugh love that line. It makes me laugh, and it's one of those that also, I try to fit that in if I can at some point. Just if something happens, like well, I'm so depressed, I can't even blink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna live in London and have people killed. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. I don't know if you guys noticed this. I feel like maybe somebody pointed this out one time, but. <laughs> Dale is so as children, at least at that age, Dale is taller than everybody else. That's an interesting. That's just funny to me. Like that's he's not the one I would have picked. So that happens. Hank's the shortest, I think, in the group. Does he? Does he actually say? As a kid, I want to live in London and have people killed. Is that the line? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. London, have people killed. That's so funny. Oh man. Yeah, Bill's no, like I'm gonna drink this stuff every night. <laughs> but is it surprising that Hank and Bill were the ones that were probably the most accurate with their futures? Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like that's well, and we don't know what Boomhauer's future is. Well, we know what it's not. We do know what it is. We I know, know what exactly is. what it is. No, he's a Texas no. Ranger. He is a Texas Ranger. No, that that's the one thing he definitely is not. So everyone needs to understand that Josh somehow refuses to admit that the retcon of the finale of Boomhauer, which is it a retcon? I don't know. That's the question, uh, is valid. Uh, he says that Boomhauer is not a Texas Ranger. And I say, I say floofy do to that. 
That's what I say. Forget number 13. You're now serving nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, yep. So I guess the, the, I guess the synopsis is, uh, the, they all take the kids. It's, it's a, I mean, so you say the straight arrow, that's an actual thing. I mean, is that an actual? Well, so in, in, uh, scouting and in boy scouts, there is, um, there's a order of the arrow, which is like a sort of a subgroup within the boy scouts. And I did it. It's been so long that I don't remember a lot about it, but part of it is that you cannot talk the entire weekend. Um, and you didn't make it to Eagle Scout, did you? No, I did. I made it all the way through. You're an Eagle Scout? I am. It's wow. actually pretty amazing. I don't know if people really know what goes into that. Hayden, are you, were you in the Boy Scouts? I was in Boy Scouts for uh, two weeks, and then I quit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah. way to be. It was American Idol about. came on TV, and we got busy. <laughs> and I was even one step behind you. I never even. I wanted to join because you could do archery, and it looked like so much fun. But I, my parents just didn't ever get me into it. Yeah. <laughs> But, I did um, the my church's version of uh, Boy Scouts. It was called RA's Royal Ambassadors. Oh, that sounds fun! It's as, it's as cool as it sounds. <laughs> Good, very nice. Well, as you can see, I mean, I, I think that it the, the episode hits home. Um, I love the the take on the Boy Scouts and everything, and and um, you know Bobby having his spiritual experience with the uh, Wimatanye. Uh, the spirit bag is very sacred. Oh heck, we'll take a we'll take a sacred one. We don't care. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to us. We don't mind. I just I love that interaction between John Redcorn and Hank, where John's like, "It's very sacred to my people," and then Hank's like, "We'll take that's great. Yeah, perfect. Yeah." <laughs> he doesn't get it. And uh, you know, there's the draw. I always, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of road trip movies. I just am. And now I don't. I'm not a fan of all road trip movies. I just like a good road trip movie. I like that. And I guess, and you get that in there and you get like Dale you know, sticking his butt out the window. You know, what do they say? Wimitanye. Mr. Gribble's not wearing a seatbelt. Wimitanye. <laughs> Dang it, Bobby. Uh, so good. And so I think, I don't know. I just think that this is like, like the, the dynamics of the, of the episode, like the, the, where the story goes and the, the conclusion and stuff, I just think are super funny. And I think it's I, honestly King of the Hill at its best, uh, with everything. So, you know, you get like the, the, what kind of lefty hoot nanny is this? <laughs> I say that like on a daily basis. Don't take the brown herbal ecstasy. Yeah. The brown herbal ecstasy is bad. No, th- there is no snap. Oh my gosh, how many species have to go? <laughs> Classic, but yeah. Um, I guess we could talk about the, uh, you know, what's the, uh, like the casting. Is there any special casting? I, it's fun to check out the IMDb. Uh, I think this is... I mean, it's pretty... I mean, I guess you have, yeah, Victor Aaron is John Redcorn, right? Yeah, and this is like I was... This is either his first or second, and I think maybe last appearance um before uh jonathan joss takes it well so he actually victor aaron passed away is the reason that he wasn't john redcorn for the rest of the series oh okay 
Yeah, I didn't even know. You, you're the one that told me that John Redcorn was multiple people. I didn't realize that he was a different person. Um, and I, another thing is, honestly, one of my favorite underutilized characters is Eustace. Yes. I mean, useless. I useless. <laughs> yeah, that, that's one of the best lines. Hey, useless. Hey, useless. <laughs> but I just love that character. I love, I love uh, what's his face uh, that does his his. Uh, voice um david herman you know oh, i think he, that's david herman's so like characters yeah yeah and just so him just you know him doing that voice and him uh you know okay uh what's his son called what's what's randy son? yeah randy yeah yeah i just think that's hilarious and okay son now no matter what i love you can you believe that you know if my no matter what, my daddy would love me. Can you imagine? I just think that's that's a really funny <laughs> dynamic, and I and then when, I, like one of the last times you see, I, I want to know when the last time you see Eustace. It's was it Fatty Fatty Boom Bilotti, or do we? It, see it might be Fatty Fatty Boom Bilotti. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think that like one of my favorite things is when when Cotton doesn't sell him Hitler's canoe and he gets violent with him. Whoa 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 whoa. <laughs> Uh, you don't deserve yeah. no Hitler's canoe. It's going to cost me $40 to paint over the swastika. <laughs> oh, it's so good. But Mitsubishi. Uh, <laughs> Mitsubishi. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I it's again, there's not really anything that's I mean, again, besides the the lore building of the episode with, you know, Peggy and and uh, uh with her feet and and you know, you get to know a lot more about Joseph, and 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 yeah, it's just like it's a good it's a good episode. So, who is Garth in this? Is this are we saying this is Boomhauer's nephew, or like oh. who is Garth? Now, did you, now is that is that something something that you're just like coming up with on the spot, or is there? I've never really thought. I don't about know because I'm just saying he they look similar. So I'm like, there has to be some kind of relation there, but I just don't know who it could be. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe they were trying to have an analog to him. Uh, because, although I guess there's not really one for Bill, but yeah, huh? I don't know. It's just one of those things. I've every time I watched the episode, and I've watched it preparing for like this episode, and I was kept thinking, who is Garth? Like, who is he? Who does he become? I know. And I and and why? Doesn't he ever show up again? I think that he does. I think he's like in the background some episodes. I'm but I don't know. Sure I couldn't tell you which ones, but for some reason, I want to say it's it's an episode where it, involving Peggy being a substitute teacher because I'm pretty sure you see a kid in in one of the classrooms that there you that go. looks like Boomhauer, and maybe yeah, apparently more than this... one time. So he he first appeared in Square Peg, and then in Order the Straight Arrow, and that's the only ones listed that I can find. Yeah, it's a good episode. One of my favorite is it's in the um, it's whenever they're Hank and Bobby are running from the uh, I don't know what you would call them. I guess the protesters, just the people in the in the woods and stuff, and they're like like oh, the nature killers, whatever they yell, and then they like step on those bird shells. But if you notice, oh, yeah. they're it made me laugh a lot the other day. There is like a hacky sack firing squad that kicks hacky sacks at their car, at his car, 
<laughs> and it just made me think how how far could how accurate could I kick a hacky sack? Because I've never yeah. tried. But it just made me think like I just I just laughed a lot. Like that's funny. A hacky sack just that's their weapon Amazing. of choice. I used to yeah. uh in high school I used to play a lot of hacky sack. Um I mean, I don't think I would have been so good that I could accurately like nail somebody's car from. That's you so know, interesting. Hacky distance. sacks are weird to me. Like, don't you hit like with your ankle? No. Is that the idea? I mean, well, I mean, you, anywhere around your foot. I mean, you can use your knee. Your okay. like, there's basically you're just not using your hands. Okay. You can okay. use your shoulder, your head. I mean, you can even use. Your I was arms. never a hacky sacker. I tried it maybe once, and I was like, I can't do this. And then. <laughs> So it's it like a less competitive soccer, I guess. Or can you stop doing that around my head? <laughs> I feel like someone will be doing that. Football. Or can you face that other direction? What does he say? How long would you say you have to be this close to my face? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but so this uh, going back closer to the beginning. When when they've got their silent sticks, those slim gems, and uh, and Hank's like, "All right, so start. Everybody's got to be quiet starting now." And there's a pause, and Bobby goes, "Right now, right. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, you just talk." Now I'm gonna let Thanks, that Dad. one slide, but <laughs> don't say another word. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, give me Bill, your silent stick. Bill later is like, I'm still hungry. Who wants? I can't even remember. No what he said. problem. Who wants a dollar? Say me. <laughs> me, Mr. Hill. And Hank's like upset with him. Like, come on, Bill. He's like, well, I'm hungry. <laughs> These things are addictive. <laughs> yeah, but it's just a wonderful. Just again, every single scene is just so wonderfully thought out and. It's golden age. I, I'm Hayden. What's your, uh, what's your? Let's get all of our opinions of just season one. Like, what is your opinion? Like, uh, recap of season one. Like, what do you think of it in the in the King of the Hill timeline? So most uh, shows in general, you know, like it always season one's always that one where you tell people you just have to get through it to get to the good part of the show. I think season one's one of the better King of the Hill seasons. I think it's like. Uh-huh. People who are trying to get people to watch King of the Hill, I point them to like this one, like this actual episode because it's one of my top favorite episodes, probably one or two actually. But um, yep. So no, I think season one's just perfect, really, or as close to perfect as a season one could be. Yep. But so no, it's it's. Great. I would agree with everything you said. I mean, honestly, like I think The Simpsons falls victim to the first season's a little wacky, and it's 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 not as good as the second season. I, honestly, it's just. But it, I like it. Going back to it, I like it. But um, The Office, I think, gets this feeling as well. Um, mm-hmm. I actually love season one of The Office. Um, I think that it's a little weird. There's a little weird nuggets that, you know, obviously season one is finding your identity like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with King of the Hill, 100% agree with you. It's it's either my favorite season or it's tied with season three um, for my favorite season. I think it's magical. Um, I just like how, like, since season one, like, in a lot of shows, they're setting so up dry. jokes or whatever that, like, in the few of seasons, like, from now, like, whenever they bring back the straight arrow and they bring up, like, American Idol or Peggy's big feet where she has her, uh, 
little porn site. Mm-hmm. Um, they bring this back up. It's just funny how it's season one—it's not a one, porn site. It's a fetish site. It's a fetish site. <laughs> I like how season one really sets up the rest of the series in general, and just you can, if you watch it close enough, you can see references from season one and later episodes, and vice versa and stuff. So no, it's a yeah, it's a masterpiece. Yep. Uh, Josh, so- Jr. Yeah, no, I I love season one, but I I feel like maybe the weak, the weak spot. I don't. They're not even. It's not even the quality of the acting. It's just I because it's it's great, but I feel like the personalities of the characters have not yet begun to really shine through. Um, it it all feels a little bit. Um, just dampened just a little bit it, it, you know they're not quite as uh their personalities are not quite as colorful as they will become like they're not quite the people that you know that they are that's just a little bit toned down if that makes sense yeah they are yeah um yeah i get that looking I, yeah yeah so i mean it's not really like a a knock i, I don't know because like it's it, the writing is is just maybe it's best in terms of the wittiness i mean it's it's great. It's, it's wonderful. And I, I, right. It's just something about, you know, they're not quite uh, f- fully developed as, as people yet in terms of the way they're portrayed. So that, that might be how I feel about it. I mean, it's, as far as like actual enjoyment, I love it, but you don't get to see them shine through just yet. Yeah. And I think that no matter what, like when you look back on that, I mean, having seen the series and then going back to the first, you can kind of interject you know, the the character from the later seasons, not the later, later season, but you know what I mean, from seasons after it in back into the original. I, I, I think to me that I feel like that they, uh, there was something magical about the first season of, of how, how silent and how dry it was. I mean, and how, how under um, stated the characters were, like you're saying, I actually love that. Like, I think that that's, like like Peggy's, we'll get to it soon enough. But the Peggy bo- Boggle Champ, you know that one, is I think full of that, and you see, it lets the characters, um, it just shows the characters at a, at 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 their it, it's it's a different uh, style. It's like it's like the it's yeah. like the show's a different style, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost more British style humor, like dry, like just kind of like letting them say little things and letting the awkward silence happen. And anyway, season one, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say season one really seems to kind of, uh, I know the whole series really kind of uh, turns into it, but season one really emphasizes just the everyday humor of certain things. And that's what I I really like about the season stuff. But I know the whole series is all about, kind of like your everyday humor and stuff, but season one really just finds the humor in yeah, a boy scout trip and stuff. And uh, I think it's, I think that's really how it shines also is just with the really emphasizing the, this everyday mundane humor of a trip to Lubbock for giant shoes or uh, silent sticks and stuff like that from this episode or boggle champs, all those just funny in general, but yeah, I mean, it really is tapping into that, that Seinfeld, you know, um, like, you know, about nothing, you know, something about nothing. It's just, it's just laughing at the, 
at life in itself. You know, it's funny. Y'all catch that Seinfeld? <laughs> oh, hell, I missed it. <laughs> um, you, you know, you might not get it at first because uh, it's a little more sophisticated than what you're used to. That man is wearing a dress. <laughs> exactly. <Yes. laughs> Wait, which part was that? That was in uh, the uh, Arrowhead. That's that's when this is educational TV time, and Peggy is having Bobby. Oh, oh, sit down. oh, right, right. So they're watching. This is um, the, I, I can't. Even, it was like uh, Benny. I don't even know what it was they were watching. Um, isn't it PBS? But it's like the British or like the yeah, yes, whatever. Yeah. But she said this is uh, British humor. It's it's more sophisticated than what we're accustomed to. That yeah. man is, is wearing a that dress. Man. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, um, well, I guess next episode is what? What's the fourth episode? Oh goodness, I can tell you. My goodness, Maybe. I thought I I had it right there. It is Hank's got the uh, Hank's got the Willies. Uh, excuse me, Luann Another. Saga. Episode four is Hank's got the Willies. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I wonder if that is. I think they might have flip flopped the order there at one point because on my DVDs, oh yeah, uh, Luan Saga. Saga. Interesting. Ooh, that, which reminds me, I guess I think we should do the Company Man on the original uh, airing, which is in season one. Yeah, it was episode yeah. twelve, which is weird. Did you know that, Hayden? I did. Yeah, I yeah, did know that. So one. weird, right? So anyway, that'll be fun. But yeah, oh, so I guess. We can do Luann Saga or uh, Hank's Got the Willies. I don't care. No, yeah, I'm, I'm good with either one. I defer to Josh and all, all things. Right, Josh. So. Josh, you're the president of this podcast. <laughs> you know, God, it's tough. I'm going to go It's hard with presidenting the, a podcast, isn't it? When you're presidenting a podcast. Um, <laughs> we're going to get the cowboys. <laughs> I'm going to go Luann Saga. I'm going to go with the order that the DVDs tell me. Let's do it. I trust in the DVDs. Trust him. Awesome. Well, uh, JR, Hayden, thanks for joining me today. Yeah. Always Talking a pleasure. Never a chore. Favorite show. I will say, I'm surprised we never really brought up the woo loo loo phrase yeah. in this episode. Woo loo Or whenever Bobby is, uh, I just love this the whole, not to kind of bring it back up, but just the whole, like, there's no running away and Bobby puts the the heron out the window and says, fill the wind one more time. <laughs> it's like, Bobby, put that thing in the in the back of the car. Bobby. Yeah. Classic. You know, the the Wooloo. You know what that reminds me of, Perry? No, I don't. Kulu cuckoo. Kulu cuckoo. Which is nematodes. Remember the uh, very first episode of Doug? Well, it wasn't the first one produced, but the first one in, in chronologically. It's it's when Roger takes Doug uh, to go bag a nematode down at Swinson's Pond. Yeah, I mean, I okay, I I do remember that vaguely. I mean, so you have Doug to squat once. down and you have to say "kulu cuckoo." There you go. Oh, okay, there you go. Woo! There you go. It's the same. Yeah, and the snipe, the snipe hunt, right? I mean, that, that's a take off the snipe hunt too, isn't it? I mean, that's 
I right? guess, but Doug came first, though. So No, 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 I know. Well, the snipe hunt is a thing, right? It is a thing in Oklahoma, yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like I remember that in an episode of Cheers when they said they and were going to take Frazier's snipe yes, hunting. Yes, that's right. And uh, Up, you know? Movie Up. I, I yeah, have not seen Up, up since, gosh. What? That's, that's my Maybe wife's favorite movie. It came out. Actually, actually, I, I don't think Dixie's seen Up. We gotta watch Up. Um, it's good. It's a really good movie. But I yeah, at the beginning, I watched Carl. Was that? I watched that four a.m. a few months ago, and it was. I forgot how sad the opening part is. Why? What yes. is it? A kids thing? His wife dies. Why? Why? Why are you watching <laughs> it at four a.m.? So there is every now and then. We help this neighbor who's a single mother, and she like needs someone to watch her kid when she has to go to work before school. So they get dropped oh, sure. off real early. And what do we At do? Four a.m. Well, it's, I think it's more like five, but I don't know. It feels like four. Oh, okay. But when gotcha. I was like, "Well, let's just watch Up," and I, me and my wife were sitting there, and I was like, "I forgot how sad the opening like ten minutes of the show oh, is." Oh man, you gotta you cry like I cry <laughs> so, like twice in that movie. It's like five yeah, a.m. We're just over here like, "Oh, I forgot. This is bad." Yeah, that was it's a good movie. That wasn't tears. That was sprite rolling down my cheek. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> the condensation from walking outside. See, that was the cool air from Hank's, the theater. Hank's yeah. crying like a little French girl. <laughs> In due time. All right. Well, this is this is Propane Maniacs signing off. Oh, by the Goodbye. way. We have to start our episode. I was just thinking about what we got to say. So anywhere, anyone sit good? Any, what's the line? Anywhere, Any, anyone sit anywhere good this week? <laughs> anyone sit anywhere good this week? We'll do that next time. Uh-huh. All right. We'll see you guys. Bye. Now say that thing about the calendar again. No. <laughs> hey, say that funny thing again. I'm saving it for the trip. <laughs> what just happened?